Welcome to Positively 365, a podcast by Joe Wattis. We wish to entertain, instruct, and motivate. If nothing else, hopefully we can entertain and inspire you to live a more positive life 365 days a year. We hope you enjoy this message. Two friends were walking through the woods when they thought they heard something. They turned around and saw a big black bear coming towards them. Both men started to run when one of them stopped to change into tennis shoes. The second man said, You don't have time to change shoes. You can't outrun that bear. The first man said, I know I can't outrun the bear. I only have to outrun you. When Carnegie Mellon professor Randy Pausch learned that he had terminal cancer, he decided to make his final lecture about the most important lessons he had learned in his life. When things were at their worst, he found a way to create something beautiful, and his clear and thoughtful delivery left his family and all of us a timeless treasure. As he eloquently put it, we cannot change the cards we are dealt, just how we play the hand. So, how do we deal with playing the bad cards when we are dealt them? The most resilient people I know have found ways to be courageous in the face of great adversity. Life challenges lift them up instead of knocking them down. In today's episode, we will look at how to handle adversity. But first, we have today's trivia question. The equator passes through which three countries in South America? We will have the answer when we come back. Do you know the answer to today's trivia question? The question was, the equator passes through which three countries in South America? Actually, can you name any one of the three countries? The three countries are Ecuador, Colombia, and Brazil. Now you know. There are three techniques that I've seen resilient people use to successfully face adversity. First, they often wonder, what will this adversity teach me? In the year 1648, poet Robert Herrick wrote in Hesperides, If little labor, little are gains, man's fate is according to his pains. In 1982, actress Jane Fonda and the exercise company Soloflex simplified that very same message with the phrase, no pain, no gain. The people who have learned to look at challenges as valuable teaching opportunities 
are the wisest and strongest people that I know. How do they convert pain into personal value? First, they understand that pain is always a temporary condition and it is an opportunity to learn. They ask questions like, How did I get here? And what caused this to happen? They choose curiosity over self-pity or anger. Then they generously share their learning and experience with their friends. They commit to making the most of the opportunity for themselves and for others. And so the next time you're faced with a particularly brutal challenge, ask yourself just what you may learn from it. The second thing we can do when we are faced with adversity is to reinvent your future constantly. David Suzuki, the best-selling author, academic, and activist, once said, we must reinvent a future free of blinders so that we can choose from real options. Choice is actually the enemy of fear. When you have choices, you don't feel trapped by your circumstances. We all have plenty of choices, but the most resilient people are masters at reminding themselves of the fact that they have choices even in the face of, of adversity. When you are faced with seemingly horrible situations, start by answering these questions. What is the outcome I most want? What other outcomes would be good as well? What stands in my way from making these outcomes happen? Who do I know that has overcome similar obstacles to those that stand in my way today? The answers to these questions will help alleviate the fear and will diminish the adversity. The third thing that successful people do when they are faced with adversity is they don't get furious, they get humorously curious. The comedian George Carlin once said, Some people see the glass as half full. Others see it as half empty. I just see a glass that is twice as big as it needs to be. My friend Paul Landritis loved to exclaim, fascinating, whenever a particularly troubling or unexpected situation arose. What's inspiring to me is that he does this with a laugh, choosing to look at every challenge through the lens of curiosity and humor. I have a similar refrain when people ask me, how's it going, when it's not going very well. I laugh and say, I've never felt more alive. Humor helps you to think more broadly and creatively. It is absolutely essential for the best problem solving, so work not to take yourself or your situation too seriously. You may even ask your friends the question, can you tell me a few things that are ridiculously funny about this particular problem I am facing? When they answer, 
Listen for nuggets of truth and avenues for solutions and possibilities you have may have not considered. One last thought. I wonder if the challenge I am so distracted by today is going to make one bit of difference to me when I am old and gray. Most likely, it is not. Once upon a time, a daughter complained to her father that her life was miserable and that she didn't know how she was going to make it. She was tired of fighting and struggling all the time. It seemed just as one problem was solved, another one soon followed. Her father, a chef, took her to the kitchen. He filled three pots with water and placed each one on a high fire. Once the three pots began to boil, he placed potatoes in one pot, eggs in the second pot, and ground coffee beans in the third pot. He then let them sit and boil without saying a word to his daughter. The daughter moaned and impatiently waited, wondering what he was doing. After about 20 minutes, he turned off the burners. He took the potatoes out of the pot and placed them in a bowl. He pulled the boiled eggs out and placed them in a bowl. Then he ladled the coffee out and placed it in a cup. Turning to her, he asked, Daughter, what do you see? Potatoes, eggs, and coffee, she hastily replied. Look closer, he said, and touch the potatoes. She did and noted that they were soft. He then asked her to take an egg and break it. After pulling off the shell, she observed the hard-boiled egg. Finally, he asked her to sip the coffee. Its rich aroma brought a smile to her face. Father, what does all this mean? she asked. He then explained that the potatoes, the eggs, and the coffee beans had each faced the same adversity, the boiling water. However, each one reacted so differently. The potato went in strong, hard, and unrelenting, but in boiling water, it became soft and weak. The egg was fragile, with a thin outer shell protecting its liquid interior until it was put in the boiling water. Then the inside of the egg became hard. However, the ground coffee beans were unique. After they were exposed to the boiling water, they changed the water and created something new, something delightful. Which one are you? he asked his daughter. When adversity knocks at your door, how do you respond? Are you a potato, an egg, or a coffee bean? The moral is this. In life, things happen around us, things happen to us, but the only thing that truly matters is what happens 
within us. Which one are you? The potato, the egg, or the coffee bean? Thank you for joining us today. Please consider taking a moment to like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. You can also connect with us and join the conversation on Facebook. Just search for Positively 365. We would love to hear from you. So until next time, stay positive today and every day, 365 days a year.